Good morning to you, yours, your family, your loved ones. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Look at us here on another week, the 11th day of January 2021. My name would be Nick, ladies and gentlemen. There's Big J over there. hey The Treasure Valley wants to know, Big J. No, they don't. Did you solve the Rubik's Cube? Oh, yeah. No, not even close. I just got frustrated and broke it. Did you try? Right over my knee. Uh, well, yeah, of course I tried. About how much time would you say you put into it? Um, at least at least three hours. It's a long time. Yeah, it's a long time to fail. No luck. Did I you mean, get I one would side? get there. I would get like almost to one side, and then I'm like, ah, hell. Oh man, not even one side, huh? Yeah, no. Well, I mean, keep working on it. It's the first time you picked it up since, I guess, ever, right? Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, don't give I up. was real interested in continuing to do it. Uh, hopefully it was a good weekend for you, though. Just fill with football. I mean, that's pretty much all I did. Yeah. It's great. That's how it should be. Uh, you got about one more weekend of that before uh, it turns into one day a week again. So enjoy it while you can, my friend. Super wildcard weekend. Was it indeed super? Yeah. I thought the games were, for the most part, pretty good. No. Saturday's games are pretty good. Sunday's games are pretty uh, decided early on. Uh, that's true. The, the first Baltimore game, first game, game but yeah. It never really felt like Tennessee was in that, even though they were only down by a touchdown, isn't that? Well, not when you got a guy like Lamar Jackson who right. run no, for 39 yards for a touchdown. The Sunday games were pretty much uh, in the bag fairly early on. Saturday games were uh, pretty fun to watch, for sure. We'll get into that today, of course. Can I ask you a question? No. And I could, it could be me just going insane. But, you know, I went on a long vacation and I came back and I didn't say anything last week. But did they install another railing in that staircase down the way uh i don't know i never used oh that's it, right you take so, the elevator <laughs> yeah why the hell would i use the stairs and there's an elevator <laughs> but no I, i've been down that i've been down uh the stairway a couple times i haven't noticed it i can't so. i can't i mean it feels like they put in another railing on top of the one that was already there and i can't decide if i'm that's just in my head or that's a real thing that well, happened. We can find out yeah i know somebody that will know you're right got to find a busybody around here. We'll make it happen. On top of that, we also have a chance for you to enjoy some prizes from us. The Avatar concert series began over the weekend. Two uh, very, very nice reviews from the people that enjoyed it. And so uh, we have two more slots in that that we should probably give away at some point today for the remaining three concerts left in the Avatar concert series. And, of course, we also have some Man Up Monday action today, so it should be good, including some music like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. By the way, kicking things off here this morning on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. Newsfeed on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, I know what you're doing around one o'clock this afternoon, but the rest of the Treasure Valley may want to know that. Wait, what am I doing? You're going to be watching the State of the State address. No, courtesy of Idaho Governor Brad Little, ready to do his third State of the State address inside the Idaho Capitol building. It's going to happen today at one p.m. As basically uh, the government kind of restarts for 2021 beginning today. Uh, general public will not be allowed in Big J, so don't try to go. But it is going to be a interesting one. Obviously, he'll probably talk about Idaho rebounding. He'll talk about the amount of vaccinations that we have in the state, I'm sure. And uh, the Idaho legislator will also meet for the first time in the new year today. Uh, you can expect to hear talks about uh, property taxes, education, roads, bridges, among other issues. So, hooray, the cogs of government start to roll again, Big J. Are you excited? Sure. <laughs> As well, you Ecstatic. should Ecstatic. 
as well you should be. One o'clock today is when the fun begins. Saturday morning, it happened after 18 days since Brian Harson left to become the next head coach of the Auburn Tigers. The Broncos finally have a new head coach. Andy Avalos. It was uh, one of the gentlemen that was pretty much in the running from the word go. I think everybody had pretty much come to the conclusion that it was his gig if he wanted it, and he ended up taking it. Boise State made the announcement on Saturday morning, confirming reports on Friday that he would be hired as the team's 11th head coach. First Latino head coach in Boise State history, of course, the former all-whack linebacker as well for the Broncos back in the day. And he said it was a dream come true to become the head coach of his alma mater. I'm sure he's very happy. I am happy with the hire. Are you, Big Jay? Oh, yeah. So uh, he, of course, uh, was the defensive coordinator at Oregon most recently and turned that team around from the 49th-ranked defense to the 9th-ranked defense. So he's good at what he does, and uh, and hopefully we will have a little bit of fun and enjoy the first, continued success. First defensive-minded head coach in a very long time. It's very true. Who was the last? Skip Hall. It has been a long time, huh? Yep. Talked a little bit about it on the opening of the show, but super wild card weekend happened. The Bills beat the Colts 27-24. In probably the best game of the weekend. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yeah, it was a pretty good game. Uh, the Rams beat the Seahawks by 10. Big J called that. Buccaneers over the Washington football team. And uh, then it was Sunday's games. Ravens, Saints, and Browns all winners yesterday. Browns jumping out to a 28 to nothing lead in the first quarter. Uh, ben Roethlisberger setting records for most passes and completions in any game, postseason or regular season, but also had four interceptions, five turnovers overall. Threw for 501 yards. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, they were chucking the ball all over the place. Well, but, they had to. Uh, just did not have a chance against uh, that Browns team who came out hot, and that is it. Steelers, remember, at one point were 12-0 and this season. And uh, then now they're on the first round of the playoffs. So now we have the divisional playoffs set. Saturday it'll be Rams at Packers, uh, Ravens at the Bills, and then Sunday it'll be Browns, Chiefs, and Buccaneers, Saints uh, for the uh, divisional lineup. So the Buccaneers-Saints game, of course, the very first ever postseason game featuring two quarterbacks over the age of 40 facing off against each other. Two all-timers at that. So congratulations to the remaining eight teams in the playoffs. We'll see what ends up happening from here on out. Critics continue to share negative reviews of Wonder Woman 1984, so it's difficult to say whether or not that is impacting the box office. Probably not. But uh, it is uh, still number one at the box office. It hauled in $3 million dollars. Uh, in its three weeks at the box office, it's made $32.6 million, which to me is pretty good considering it's on. it's been on HBO Max. Right, it? right. It's, it's, you know, I free. feel like that's a yeah. win. Right, and especially considering how, how little people seem to enjoy it. But either way, uh, $32.6 million, $3 million good enough for number one at the box office. Uh, the Croods movie, uh, The New Age, is second. Uh, the Tom Hanks movie, News of the World, came in third. Monster Hunter fourth, and then no other movie made over a million dollars at the box office this weekend. So slow as per usual. Morning after with Nick and Big J. First round of important stuff in the bag. That was embarrassing for you. Man up Mondays on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, you know what? Uh, owning a house is hard, man. There's a lot of work that goes into it, and uh, maybe that's why I never had really gone out to decide to try to buy a house. Because I never really wanted to put in all that work. But I found myself uh, in a position where I lived in a house, Nick. And then became some kind of the head or co-head of the household. And so some <laughs> of that work that goes around the house doesn't ever really get done. 
You're kidding. And, yeah, exactly. Just and, and and not only just because I may not want to be able to or able to or just don't know to do that. Now, uh, on a yearly basis, uh, obviously one of the important things is to clean out uh, the leaves from your gutters. Uh, we just had fall, of course, and uh, one of the previous Man Up Monday stories was that my nephew came over and we installed uh, gutter uh, guards so yeah. that, that that won't happen anymore. Right. And hey, we thought that would take care of the problem. So, uh, you know, kind of get into a situation where uh, the next thing you know, that huge rain came last week. And uh, it, it just happened kind of parallel with the fact that recently we had some issues with our awning and needed to have that fixed. And so uh, good enough to have uh, some, some fellas come over and fix up the awning. And, um, and the next thing you know, that huge rain comes and boom, there's water everywhere. And I'm like, oh, no, you know, I mean, something didn't go right with this, uh, with this repair. So uh, I called the fellas to come on over uh, and, and see about it. And they were more than happy to do so. And they spent a couple hours going, redoing some things. And then they uh, discover after doing some tests, I mean, they got the water hose out. I mean, they're working their butts off. Uh -huh. and, and they discover, oh, hey, uh, the reason it's leaking, uh, Jay, is because uh, there's leaves all over the place up here, you idiot. So the gutter guards didn't work. No, the, no. Here's the thing: we didn't have gutter guards in this particular area. Oh. They they piled up in a place that uh, not predicted, uh, but but again, and probably hadn't been taken care of in some time. So yeah, it wasn't their fault at, at, at any rate at all that uh, the the whole place was leaking. It was because of all these damn leaves. Uh, <laughs> we hate uh, the neighbors' trees because that's all we do. That's all we do is leave. Leaf work, um, and so uh, so yeah, I felt super bad, and and, and paid them some extra money uh, to do to for all their hard work because they went and did a whole bunch of stuff they didn't need to, and it was my fault. Did they while they were up there clear out the leaves? Well, yeah, because they didn't want it to leak anymore. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, well, that's good. I mean, it, technically, it's good news, right? There wasn't uh, a bunch yeah, of stuff yeah. happening with your awning. Yeah, it's it wasn't because I was worried because, you know, a big tree hit that awning. Right. Uh, and things haven't seemed to be right. And that's w what caused the initial uh, leaks to begin with. But, uh, yeah, this is a bad situation. So uh, so are you going to install more gutter guards in that area? Yeah, uh, y yes, we'll make sure that doesn't happen again. I won't. No, of course not. No, we'll, we'll have my nephew come over, I'm sure. Uh, or somebody else's nephew. <laughs> somebody else. They can get up on a ladder and take care of that. Well, uh, that sucks, but it's also good news, I suppose. And now you know how to fix it. You just got to get somebody to do it. And that is half the battle, isn't it? Uh, it's all the battle. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your Man Up Monday. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. 2020 officially in our rearview mirror, but that has not been the relief that many people thought it would be and so stress levels can still be somewhat high here in the new year big j even if we're 11 days in agree or disagree agreed and if you've been feeling stressed sometimes you think oh my god i just want to scream and according to some people you should it'll actually make you feel better avi klein is a psychotherapist and says that every emotion that we have is kind of a correlating action that goes along with it it feels really good or even healthy to discharge that emotion and psychologists at the University of Scranton are backing up that claim, saying that no matter how you vent your feelings out, it's a good way to relieve the tension that's going on inside your body. Now, simply screaming won't fix your issues, you need to remember that. You'll still have to face whatever it is that's bothering you and work through it, even after taking the edge off, but 
If you don't feel like screaming all the time, you should figure out what issues are giving you those emotions and work on finding some healthier coping mechanisms for solving the problem. Well, I'd but, say screaming is a lot healthier than other ways. Right. And if like, it's a tension reliever, that's a good thing. Yeah. Of course, you have to be in the appropriate place to do it. But still, uh -huh. uh, keep that story in mind. It will come in handy uh, a little bit later on this hour as we talk about something else as well. But interesting way to relieve tension. Ooh. Andy Avalos is the 11th head coach in Broncos history. He was named so on Saturday morning. The former Oregon defensive coordinator and assistant coach here in at BSU. And former all-whack linebacker as well for the Broncos. Is making his return to the blue, he says, is a dream job, Big J. And so the team is going to focus a little bit on defense for the first time in a while. But uh, it took him 18 days to fill the vacancy that Brian Harson left when he went to be the coach of the Auburn Tigers. I like the hire. You seem to as well, yes? Oh, yeah, it's great. Plus, he, he made a comment that uh, Dirk Cutter was moving back to Boise and that he should bring his whistle. Bring your whistle, coach. Well, he'd have to be escanned by the Hawks first or the Falcons first before that happens. Sure. Or, but or he's like, ah, I'm out of here. I'm also <laughs> guessing that'll probably happen. I don't think the the Falcons are going to keep anybody from this year from no, the coaching they, staff. Really. But what does that mean, though? Bring your whistle. It means that maybe he wants him to help out. Crazy. Bills, Rams, Buccaneers, Ravens, Saints, and Browns, all winners on Super Wild Card Weekend in the NFL. So the divisional playoff matchups are set. First game on Saturday will be the Rams at the Packers and the Ravens at the Bills and then the Browns, Chiefs, and Buccaneers Saints on Sunday. Tonight is your national championship game between Alabama and Ohio State. Will you be watching, Big J? Yeah, I'll probably watch some of it. They'll be playing at Hard Rock Stadium. That is the home of the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Alabama last won the championship in 2017. Ohio State won it in 2014. Alabama is heavily favored coming into this matchup. We will see how it all turns out tonight. Well, Big J, if there's a lesson to be learned, it is no matter when something is over, job or otherwise, probably not a smart move to burn some bridges because HBO has now officially announced that they're bringing back Sex in the City on HBO Max and everybody's invited back except for the gal that couldn't stop crapping all over Sex in the City. Uh, Kim Cattrall is not getting the invite to the reboot, but Cynthia Nixon, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kristen Davis, all back for Sex in the City. And they're going to figure out what's going on in these three women's lives and not sure what's going to happen to Kim Cattrall's character, if anything. But she will not be invited to be part of the uh, experience. Of course, she has her own series on Fox now, so she's probably she not does? Super, super pissed about it. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but she plays like this super rich gal. It's like a soap opera kind of thing at night. But she's definitely working. That much is for sure. But she's not invited to the, uh, the the remake. And, of course, she and Sarah Jessica Parker butted heads. And she was upset about Sex and the City 2's filming schedule and all sorts of stuff. So, remember, if you want to stay employed or keep things coming back, especially if it's a big part of pop culture, uh, probably best to keep your mouth shut just in case. Lesson learned, Big J? Yeah, lesson learned. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. <laughs> Private Hell? The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Big J, you have an exorbitant amount of money. No. What, what's it like to be rich? I have no idea. What? I think about it all the time, winning the uh, Mega Millions. It is uh, it is something that is in the front of your uh, brain when it comes to fantasies, for sure. But you've done some uh, pretty extravagant things. 
that oh, yeah. I haven't had a chance to do. Been very lucky. And been able to live the high life a couple of times. Is it as cool as it seems like it is? Yes. Ah, man. I mean, whether it's a private private plane or a high rollers uh, suite at the Luxor, it's all cool. It's just a cool life, huh? Yeah. Maybe that's why people get so upset when rich people kind of uh, taught about how cool and brag about how awesome things are. And that's what today's We're Going to Hell story is all about. Well, thanks for outing me there. You're welcome. It is a story about an Indonesian multimillionaire. His name is Richard Muljati. He is a socialite in Jakarta that is famous for his extravagant, extravagant lifestyle. And people are upset at him because... There are some very rich people now in the United States that have decided to steal Richard's idea. About a month ago, Richard posted on Instagram and shared photos of a plane where he and his wife were the sole passengers of a regular, gigantic, huge airline. And he had stated that he decided to buy out every seat on the 747 so that he and his wife could fly someplace safe because they were a little bit worried about COVID-19 at the time. And he wanted to fly from Jakarta to Bali, and he wanted to do so in in the privacy of his own, I guess, airplane. And so he decided to buy out all the seats on a 747 and said he did so because it was actually less than renting a private plane. And then some other rich people started crunching the numbers and said, by God, he's right. And so what is happening now, Big J, is more and more all over the world, people are buying out large airplanes that are usually supposed to seat 150, 250 passengers. And they're doing so because it's more cost effective for them with the air rates so low currently for them to buy out an entire airplane that's supposed to go from point A to point B as opposed to getting a little small private airplane and doing what they need to do. And so people are obviously upset because flights are disappearing from the choices that regular folks like you and I get to make. But I guess that's one of the perks of being insanely rich is you can bend large companies to your will because you have the money to do so. The Lion Air Group, which operates the particular airplane that Richard started to this whole thing out, said that his wife and him were the only passengers on the flight. Uh, and said that uh, basically what ended up happening was he offered them a flat fee for the entire airplane, and they said okay. And that's how it worked. And apparently celebrities and other people across the country are now doing this a little bit more on the regular. And I would say, like, I mean, you you get... They didn't say the price, did they? No, of course not. Of course not. I wonder what that is. I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on whatever 250 times a flight from Jakarta to Bali is. So probably, but I don't know how much a private plane is either. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. These are things that I don't have, I don't have prices for, but you were on a private plane. And so what was the experience? Like, what did they, did it seem like it was a little bit more catered to you? Like where there was drinks and food and things that you could do? Well, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a long flight. I know that. Yeah. And it was, it, it, it was owned by the person flying it. Right. So, you know, we didn't have, like, there wasn't, you know, there wasn't like uh, a somebody staff or, or there something. Was somebody, so, somebody was serving you yeah, like you bourbon. you take whatever you want. Uh, um, you could have taken some queso. But there was, there was something. Oh, you brought out on board yeah, what you, you wanted to eat. Ever, yeah. There wasn't you anything want, laid out for you, is yeah, I guess you wanted what I'm snacks or something, it, it wasn't a, like a Learjet. Right. I mean, you know. But it was small. But what, what I'm saying is there was no like layout for you. There wasn't a spread for you to choose from. No, no, no. You no. had to bring on whatever you wanted. Yeah. Gotcha. 
wasn't what, quite that grandiose. What did you bring? Sorry. I don't know. I think we had some crackers. <laughs> some saltines. Whatever we could afford. Saltines and socks with holes in them? Yeah. Uh, and so... I'm guessing it's still a little bit of a different experience, however, from the private plane world to the 747 world. But, yeah. again, you have a whole, obviously, you know, airplane staff there to help you out if you need something. I, it would just, God, it would feel so weird. It would be weird. A huge, gigantic plane all to yourself would be very, very strange. Morning After with Naked Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the x Rock. <laughs> it's Rammstein and Duhast here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Earlier this hour, we talked about important stuff. We heard from psychologists that says, you know what? A great way to release some tension if you're feeling you're finding yourself all really stressed out is just screaming. It's a good tension breaker, my friend. Scream! And you can say to yourself, great, Nicky Big J, where can I do that? Well, here's where I am going to help you. There is a new hotline out there, Big J, called Just Scream. It launched about a week ago after an incredibly difficult and challenging year in 2020. They felt like people maybe needed to let out their frustrations, and a scream is what you can do to do that better. So there's a new hotline that allows people to do just that. You call, you scream as loud as you can, and then you hang up. Now, the number is not manned by anybody, so nobody will be answering your call. However, your message will be recorded and then uploaded to a daily online scream playlist. According to the site, the website is updated every single day, so you can check back after your recording and find your scream on there as you have screamed with the rest of humanity. I can give the number if you want, Big J. It is sure. free. It is, uh, you know, certain restrictions apply, of course. Your usual, if you pay for long distance with your, you know, burner phone or whatever, uh, it's still there. But it's uh, 561-567-8431 is the Just Scream hotline. To help you out. 561-567-8431. So if you need to find a way to let out that tension and, you know, you're driving hands-free in your car, you can call that number and scream as loud as you want. And then it'll end up, uh, I guess, archived on the internet as you have officially released your tension for the day. Cool. So it's easier said than done, I guess. Try to pick out Nicholas Cage's scream in there. He's the one screaming the F word. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, your important stuff plus pop culture smackdown. What's going on in the news today? On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Mashable has just released information on a report they've been doing for the last two years, and it turns out, Big J, we're being duped. Being duped? Duped by the big retailers of the world. And others that basically are telling you that, hey, this price is on sale and you're getting a great deal, which is why you got to buy it now. turns out, if you see a good deal online, it may not always be as good as you think. According to the report, a bunch of the big retailers have been using inflated or outdated listing prices on their product pages to make price reductions appear more significant than they really are. For instance, they'll say, like, you know, uh, buy this toilet paper on sale this week. You can get, you know, nine rolls for $3. And uh, that's savings of over $4 from last week. But in reality, they never charge that much for that price or whatever the case may be. So you'll want to cross-reference prices between retailers or check suggested pricing with the manufacturer to be sure you're not getting duped. And this isn't anything else either. 
Some of the retailers that were mentioned in this report, including Macy's, Kohl's, and JCPenney, were all hit with lawsuits back in 2015 about deceptive sales prices doing this exact same thing. To avoid getting tricked, make sure you always cross-reference something, whether it's on sale or not, to see the other retailers are charging for it. And you can check out online tools designed to spot this type of thing, including fakespot.com, which analyzes links in search of fake or counterfeit customer reviews, or camelcamelcamel.com. That is a free Amazon price tracker. The take-home message, you got to stay skeptical of online sale prices and what retailers are selling you because deals are not always as great as they seem, Big J. Just looking out for your bottom line, bro. So, all those deals, you may want to check out someplace else before you throw down your cash. Because it may be cheaper someplace else or you may not be getting the deal you think you're getting. After 18 days since Brian Harson left Boise State to be the Auburn Tigers head coach, the Broncos have a new one. Andy Avalos has accepted the gig. They announced that on Saturday morning. Boise State did. And so now he takes over as the team's 11th head coach in Boise State history. He, of course, the former Bronco himself, was the defensive coordinator in Oregon the last couple of seasons. Good hire, and I look forward to seeing what uh, Coach Avalos can do. When given the uh, the keys to the, uh, the 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 castle, you know what I mean. Make yeah, and uh, big things are expected. So hopefully he continues to success. Bills beat the Colts by a field goal. Rams beat the Seahawks by ten, and the Buccaneers beat the Washington football team by a touchdown on Saturday. Ravens by a touchdown. Saints easy over the Bears, and the Browns uh, took an early twenty-eight to nothing first quarter lead to win forty-eight thirty-seven against the Steelers last night. So. We're down to the final eight teams in the NFL. It's Rams, Packers, Baltimore, Bills on Saturday, and then the Browns, Chiefs, and Buccaneers, Saints on Sunday. The divisional playoff round is set. Championship game tonight between Alabama and Ohio State. And uh, Alabama looking for their first championship since 2017. Ohio State won last in 2014. And if you believe Ian Rappaport, Big J, Drew Brees is done after this season, so he's hanging him up after they do finish this run for the Saints. Hopefully it ends uh, for Drew Brees' sake in the Super Bowl, but we will see. Do you think he gets past Tom Brady this Sunday? No. No, I don't think so. Then it's the end of Drew Brees' career this weekend. Big J's calling his shot. We'll see what ends up happening. Well, Big J, it was a rough weekend for Tommy Vex, the, I guess now, former lead singer of Bad Wolves. The band officially released an announcement on Saturday via their social media pages, writing in part that Tommy, quote, has been a big part of Bad Wolves. We're grateful for his contributions. Not much else to report, but we're sending love and gratitude to the fans who have supported Bad Wolves from day one. We would not be here without you. They confirmed that they have essentially kicked Tommy Vexed out of the band. The remaining four members of Bad Wolves plan to continue on with a new album expected out sometime this year. But I'm guessing now it's going to be with a new singer, right? They're not going to release that Tommy Vex stuff, are they? I I have no idea. It'd be weird. Uh, According to reports, Vex first announced a split via Instagram Live with a video that is no longer available on Saturday. In it, he blamed his departure on an issue with both the band and his label over his political beliefs, which has basically been his social media the last couple of weeks. Uh, But also, you know, don't forget about uh, a month ago, uh, reports came out about uh, a domestic abuse situation that he was involved in as well that he denied being a part of, but still that could have been a big part of this as well. We don't really know, and I'm guessing that we won't anytime soon. We just know that Tommy Vexed is no longer a part of Bad Wolves. They've decided to part ways, so there's that, Big Jake. 
Do with that what you will. Yep. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Pop Culture Smackdown. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. All right, you missed Dreams, Avatar's special streaming event. No need to worry. There are three more in the next three Saturdays to add to that. And it looked cool as hell. I've seen some clips and some pictures, man. I, I didn't get a chance to watch it, but it looked damn awesome. Uh, we'll get you set up with a uh, code for you to see that for free if you can beat me Pop Culture Smackdown. Here's our phone number. It is 208-287-1003. That's the number that you need to call if you'd like to play Pop Culture Smackdown. You must defeat Big J in the process. And if you do, three Avatar concerts are yours over the next three Saturdays. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? We're good, man. What's your name? My name's Travis. All right, Travis, you're up first. Travis, since 1994, Skittles Fruit Flavored Candies has been using the slogan, Taste the What? Rainbow. Taste the Rainbow. Right. Is correct. Big J, in music, when an album sells a million copies, is certified as what status? Platinum. Right. Correct. Travis. <laughs> I knew that one. Back to you. What movie franchise is celebrated by fans each year on May the 4th? Uh, oh, I have no idea. May the 4th be with you, Travis. Does that help? Star Trek. Right. Wrong. No, no not You did that on purpose, right? Yes. Thank you very much, Travis, for playing. And no pizza! Hello? No pizza? No pizza? Wrong. What the hell does that mean? That pizza is not part of the equation at all. No, the question is, what movie series is celebrated by, franch- by fans each year on May the 4th? That is the big question, which apparently, Big J, we have stumped the entire treasure rally on. Which feels good to you be a part idiots. of idiots. So I ask you, Big J. I'll take the code. Okay, good. Uh, what so is I, didn't, the, I didn't have one. What is the end? Oh, wait, hang on. Somebody's going. Hello, the X. Hello? Good morning. Morning. Hello. Uh, what movie franchise is celebrated by fans each year on May the 4th? Star Wars. Star Wars. Right. That is what we're looking for. Big J, are you ready? Yeah. What Shakespearean character famously said to be or not to be? That is the question. Romeo? Uh, well, I'm going to go with Romeo. Wrong. It's Hamlet. Right. Yeah, it's Hamlet. Hamlet is uh, to I be I just, that was, I saw it was Arnold doing it from Last Action Hero. <laughs> Congratulations, my man. You got that avatar code. Hang on oh, one wait, second. wait, that was Macbeth. Uh, now we'll I'm getting get all confused. Yes, Arnold did make that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will do some headlines next on the X-Rock. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by T-Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Let me give you a website if you're looking for a new or used vehicle. It's GoTeamMazda.com. It's a great place to get started for your next adventure. Updated inventory is there. Payment calculator is there. Fresh Start credit button is all there in case you've got credit issues. You can get as much information as you can imagine before you get onto that dealership and check out some of the cool stuff that they have. So do yourself a favor, plan ahead, and check out a great website, GoTeamMazda.com, to get started for your next vehicle. Headlines are as follows. Big J, just give up. Don't do that. And take this. Uh, Just give up. And you thought you were unlucky. A man in Britain is 42 years old, and he has now failed his driving exam 157 times. Whoa. (laughs) He has spent over $4,800 in the process, but 
he did finally pass on his 158th attempt. But I will say this out loud. If it's taken you 158 times to pass your driver's test, which by all indications uh, can have some difficulties, but should not take that long to pass, do you belong on the road at all? No. The astonishing number was revealed by Select Car Leasing after they got the information from the Driver and Vehicle Standard Agency. They say that the man had failed the test, knowing that the driving theory test the most times over there in the UK, while the women in her 30s came in second. She has failed 117 times. She spent over $3,600 and still has not passed. Read the damn book. Well, this by is the, the uh, at least by the 20th time you've probably gotten through all the. You know, you should know the right answers by then. You would think, because, yeah, this is the written test. It's not even the, like, getting out there on the actual full, road. Full disclosure here. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't flunk my, my driver's test or anything like that, but it was close. It was closer than I'd like it to be. But I've always felt like, you know, those tests are, are real difficult to navigate sometimes because they ask, like, the opposite question, you know? No. What is the opposite uh, question? The, I, I can't I can't explain it right now because it'll just make me sound stupider. But it, it, from the study from the study book to the actual test, it always it seemed to confuse the hell out of me. Was the problem? So, so the so, written part but, is what you but, had your problem. Yeah, but even after twenty times by then, you should have figured it out. You would think. But you know, once again, if you remember, at least I don't. From what I can recall. It's not like they went over the results with you and you knew which ones you got wrong. Remember? Oh no, I got they. They, they did. Yeah. See, absolutely. I remember taking it up to the window and then they, it was like a you know you, you filled in the dots kind of a thing and you had to get a certain amount right or wrong in order to pass and she's like you did fine <laughs> and I said great but they didn't never they never gave me the test back and I didn't know which ones I got wrong. Uh, I, I, I guess I only say that because you're you're right in that regard. But the one I got wrong was a hand signal one and then she wanted me to demonstrate it. Oh, okay, I see. And so uh, I immediately got that one wrong and then figured out the right answer. Because I did a, I pulled a typical, stupid, Big J pop culture smackdown moment. It didn't think about the answer. I just answered first. Uh-huh. And it didn't work out. Yeah. But you, you got through okay. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, signal right hand turn. Right turn, Clyde. And I put my right hand out. <laughs> and then after I saw her face, I was like, oh, wait a second. Can't do that in a car. Don't do that or take this. Take this. Uh, this is not how you lower your chances of getting in trouble after doing something bad. Early Tuesday, a group of burglars broke into a cellar at the Domaine de Ramscade, is a hotel in the Burgundy region of France known for its wine, and stole bottles estimated to be worth about $430,000, dude. The thieves loaded up the stolen wine into a van and were ready to take off, but had managed to set off a fire alarm during the break-in. The hotel owner awoke and called police. Officials caught up with the van as it drove towards the city of Lyon, and the thieves started chucking bottles of wine at the officers in an attempt to slow them down. None of the bottles hit the police, however, who chased the thieves until they crashed into a toll barrier. They fled after the crash, leaving the stolen wine behind. Police are now working to identify the three suspects in the case, but they did recover most of the wine that was left in the van. They did end up breaking about nine bottles, however, in the process. So, there's that. Not a good idea to do that, and they didn't even get away with it to begin with. We'll wrap it up with don't do that, and this really isn't cool. Police in Florida 
say DNA on cigars led to the arrest of two men who pried open caskets and stole human skulls from the labor- from a cemetery so they could use them in religious rituals, Big J. Jesus. Lake County Sheriff say that 43-year-old Brian Tolentino and 39-year-old Juan Lopez were arrested for stealing remains in early December when after deputies found cigars while investigating the crime and then sent them in for DNA processing. Tolentino admitted to going to the cemetery with Lopez using a crowbar to open up vaults and then removing the heads of the deceased people inside. Officials say the man disturbed four graves and attempted to access a fifth. Evidence suggests that the incident was tied to some sort of ritualistic activity. Both men are facing four counts of disturbing contents of a grave and four counts of abuse of a dead body. Always good to end up on your record. Yeah. You got abuse of death. What do you need the skulls for? Do you know? Is that like... I mean, I don't know. Santeria? Some sort of weird stuff going on there? Voodoo stuff. Maybe. Either way, weird. Don't like it. Don't leave your cigars behind. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's your update. You're on everything. <laughs> Five Finger Death Punch living the dream here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And it sounds like the people, Big J, they don't want to know about the future, do they? No, no, they don't. Whether that's good news or bad news, uh, according to a study from the American Psychological Association, Nick, and uh, they uh, they took a large survey and, and found that 85 to 90 percent of them wouldn't want to know about upcoming negative events in their futures. Okay. Which makes sense. I understand that totally. Yes. Uh, 40 to 70 percent wouldn't even want to know about the positive events either. That's a big swing. Like, that's 30%. So that's a really big swing as to who's into it. But I also understand this angle of things. Uh, I definitely wouldn't want to hear about something bad that's coming up. I mean, I guess it depends on what it is, I suppose. But I, if somebody goes, I've got some bad news that's going to happen to you in the future, would you like to know about that? I'd probably say no. And I'd probably say no if it was good, too, just because, like, I'm not incredibly superstitious. But I always, I feel like if it was somebody was to tell me something was going to happen in, like, seven to eight months, I would have a really good opportunity to biff it up in that amount of time. Yeah, so I worry about it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah, that, that's uh, like, like, am I supposed to just act normally? <laughs> right. Is it like a butterfly effect that I could screw up here? The butterfly effect is the scariest thing ever. <laughs> and also, I mean, it depends on where I'm uh, getting this information from. Like, if it's my boss that says, like, hey, listen, something's going to happen in six months. Would you like to know about it? The answer would be yes. Yeah. But if it was like a fortune teller that goes, yeah, I know something that's going to, I'd probably go, Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, if you got a tarot card reading. <laughs> right. I'd probably go, why am I here? And then I would go, no, I'm good. Thanks. Thanks. You can keep that to yourself. But. Uh, I, I can understand the uh, the other side to that, too, of, of wanting to know things that are going to happen in the future, uh, because it could be a real back-to-the-future scenario. Like, if somebody told me who's going to win the Super Bowl next year, guaranteed, I'd probably take that information. You yeah, yeah, you'd want that information. So I'd like a little bit of insight before I uh, ultimately approve or deny the request. How about that? No, oh, that makes sense. Is that Was that an offer up no, in the APA no, no, study? Not. That was not an offer up in the study. I can't have any insider trading going on in uh, in some of the information before I decide if I want to accept it or deny it. Too bad. What about you? Would you take it all or leave it all? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to know either. See, there you go. I would, I would be, now I'm not as much afraid as the butterfly effect as opposed to uh, screwing up uh, different timelines <laughs> that are happening. The multiverse. Yeah. Because that's replaced the butterfly effect. <laughs> gotcha. I understand. It's because of the Marvel movies we watch, and that's okay. 
Uh, probably just as realistic as the butterfly effect for me. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Your bad impressions are next on the x Rock. <laughs> With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X. Yeah, we got a $25 gift card here for you to Jackson's Food Stores. I mean, you can use that for gas. You can use that for some beverages. Uh, maybe pick yourself up something to eat. I mean, gosh, Nick, uh, the uh, the Jackson's there in Middleton now also sells liquor. Jesus. Yeah, it's a liquor store. Wait, it is? Yeah. Like a state-run liquor store? Yeah. Holy cow. And it is nice. <laughs> All right, man, I'll take your word for it. Uh, well, uh, if you want $25 to use it towards whatever you want, then now would be the time to get on the phone, 208-287-1003. Bad Impressions works like this. Big J has got three clues. Now, each clue individually points to somebody that is famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those clues, collectively or otherwise, you have got yourself 25 bucks coming directly to you, and hopefully that helps. Hello, The X. Hey, how's it going? We're good, man. What's your name? Jeff. All right, Jeff. Good luck. Here we go. Jeff, fictional character here, okay? Ooh. All right. People keep saying I used an illegal kick in the All-Valley Under-18 Karate Championship in 1984, but clearly it wasn't. They handed me the trophy. All right, next one. I went with Mr. Miyagi to Okinawa years later and again had to use karate to defend my honor. Is it uh, Johnny? Uh, the other, the Karate Kid. We'll take the Karate Kid. You'll take the Karate Kid. Yeah. You take the Karate Kid, Jeff. Congratulations! You got twenty-five dollars from Jackson's coming your way. You hold on tight. What was clue three? Just for fun. I opened a car dealership franchise called the Russo Auto Group, and we are kicking the competition. Uh, why is Daniel Larusso in the news? Uh, well, uh, C- Cobra Kai obviously still huge on Netflix. Season three mm-hmm. just wrapped up, and uh, the uh, showrunner, the guy who writes uh, most of the uh, the Cobra Kai, uh, his name is Hayden uh, Schlossenberg. <laughs> He uh, says that, hey, don't be surprised if there's some spinoff action from Cobra Kai. Okay, who are they spinning off? There's plenty of material there, and one of the places they want to uh, explore a little bit more is some of uh, John Kreese's life. Like the early part of it? Which was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which which they, they really focused in on, because uh, it's interesting, I think, uh, a little bit to a certain degree, uh, how he's never been brought up on charges, those sort of things. <laughs> how uh, he's escaped prosecution. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's what we want to watch. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I get it. I, I, well, see, here's one of the things that, 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 that makes Cobra Kai so awesome, is that you cheer for what you thought was the bad guy, you understand? And uh, at least early on in, in the Karate Kid world. Now, with John Kreese, I'm not sure you could ever cheer for him in any way, shape, or form. If you didn't already in the flashbacks in season three, I guess. There was a point there where you could certainly sympathize with the way he is, and even still a little bit. I mean, there was some tr- dramatic stuff that was going on. <laughs> uh, and war is hell. So, you <laughs> know. War is but, hell. I mean, there are some other aspects and interesting things that, that could come of uh, Cobra Kai for a couple spinoff series. As maybe. long as it's not a Hawk spinoff, I'm okay with it. You leave uh, Hawk alone, There's man. your bad impressions. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. For years, you've been thinking about getting LASIK. You've been talking about getting this moment as above so below here on the morning after with nick and big j that's going to do it for this monday show the 11th day of january 2021 thank you very much for hanging out with us we learned that uh, big j needs more gutter guards on his house because it caused some unforeseen circumstances 
with some more backup leaves. So somebody's nephew's going to have to go over and install those for Big J. On top of that, we also gave away the last of our avatar codes today, which is pretty awesome. So uh, congratulations to all those that will enjoy the streaming. Yeah, we got one more. Oh, we do? I thought we gave away both. Sorry, my fault. One more tomorrow then we're, for we're that. attention. Sorry. And then, of course, we also had a chance to talk a little bit about what it's like for rich people to live and Big J to live that lifestyle. It was very, very good. Salting uh, crackers, man. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Did you know that uh, the average person will curse 80 times a day? Uh, I believe that. So so keep a count and see how it goes. A little, a little low on the low side That's for you, I would guess. Three times per hour. Not well, maybe, you know, years ago. I cursed a lot more. I don't curse as much anymore. You don't have anybody to curse at anymore. It's yeah, except myself. <laughs> when you had kids I, in the house, you were able to curse I a lot more. I turned idiot into a curse word, so it's acceptable throughout the workplace here. You're going to count that throughout the day as one of your curse words? No. Well, you just said you turned it into one. I, I did, for me, but I mean, it doesn't count. It's not recognized by the uh, Curse Foundation of America. It's not going to show up on a Nicolas Cage episode? No. Of the history of Big J's curse words? Uh, either way, uh, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Which part? The 80 a day. I, I guess it's three times per hour, though. Yeah, but uh, I mean, that's really so, not that much, what do you think? Well, I guess if you, if you count 24 hours a day, and it, you're this sleeping. is the average person, not like Samuel Jackson. Of course. Uh, that makes sense to me as well. Uh, but as long as it's not getting you in trouble, you should express yourself any way you want to, right? Sure. There you go. Enjoy yourself. But we can't do it three times a, an hour. Yeah, we can't do it here. You'd be fired. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned superstore. GoTeamMazda.com is the website. You should check it out for your next newer used car adventure. Jason Drew is up next. We shall see you tomorrow. Have a good one. It's the X-Rocks. Is no game. You see, in matters of family law, you're already fighting an uphill battle. But this doesn't mean you have to forfeit your legal or parental rights. It just means you have to fight harder. And it means you need an advocate within the system who's committed to you and committed to protecting your rights as a father. The law firm of Jolly and Jolly will be your advocate in a system that's twisted the very notion of equal justice for all. So if you're a good man just looking for fairness, if you're a loving dad who only wants the best for your children, we're here to help. For a free consultation,